Welcome to the Andrea Ingstrom Show. I am passionate about helping you break through to your next level of abundance, success, and freedom so that you can create the life you desire and inspire others to do the same. I'm your host, Andrea Ingstrom, and on today's show, we are going to talk about building a values-based business. So today I'm excited to introduce you to Leslie Hodum. In addition to being on my team as a business development advisor, Leslie and her husband, Derek, have created an incredible values-based business in the insurance industry, the Hodum Agency. So they help people nationwide with all their insurance needs. And over the years, I've seen Leslie share so many ways that they're working in their community and using their influence to create awareness about causes that they align with. So welcome to the show, Leslie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Leslie and I have been friends for a really long time. We go way back. Uh, we were best friends in middle school and both of us were homeschooled and raised with similar family values. We had a lot in common over the years and yeah. she and I have worked together in multiple businesses that we've, um, that we've been a part of. And Leslie, uh, over the last few years, though, I've seen an incredible presence on social media as you and Derek have been building your family business, your insurance agency. And so when I was thinking about this topic of building a values-based business, you are the first person that came to mind when I was like, okay, who has some really good ideas to share around this? So I'm super excited to talk to you more about this idea. But first, tell us a little bit more about your business. What kind of insurance do you all do and who do you serve? Yeah. So if you need insurance for anything, we've got you covered, but we help a lot of investors with builders risk programs, our, our policies. Um, we help a lot of small business owners with any insurance needs that they might have for themselves or their employees, um, even health insurance. We've done, um, we do a lot of life insurance. Um, when you're talking about investing for the future, we, we have some products that can help with that as well. So basically anything, or even just a, a homeowner or a, or a renter's policy, or maybe somebody just needing auto insurance. We've, we've got the works. So. I love it. I love it. And so when, a few years ago, when I was um, getting ready to quit my day job and for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, health insurance is a big deal. Like that's something that we get really nervous about. And it's something yeah. that will keep people stuck for a long time because they get insurance through their current W2. And so when I was transitioning from my day job to my dream life as an entrepreneur who is self-employed, I called yeah. Leslie and Derek and they were able to get me connected with what I needed to be able to go out on my own. And, and my insurance was actually lower than when I was employed, which was a big deal. And so I've shared yeah. that story many times. A lot of us think that that's the thing that has to hold us back. Right. Yeah. That's probably one of the most things that we get excited about is um, helping people find insurance um, for healthcare coverages when they're going out on their own and, and building new dreams for their families. So we love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so when we talk about this concept of building a values-based business, yeah. you know, one of the, one of the things that I encourage all of my students to do is to really think about what their personal values are. So what are, you know, you as an individual, before you ever start a business or before you get into business, we all have a set of life experiences right. that, we're, that we're bringing with us into our, our business. And so to think about what are, what are your life experiences and the things that have led you to where you are and then, and then creating a business that aligns with 
the values that you've brought with you as a result of those experiences. And I think that's something that you and Derek have done an amazing job of. And so tell us a little bit about what are some of the life experiences for you all that have influenced the values that you do business with? Yeah. So growing up, I was a pastor's kid. And so that comes with a whole set of values. But then in that, like we all, I also grew up in a poverty level. And so Mm -hmm. I have a heart for um, individuals in that situation. But then also um, as we've had our own family and had our own and children come up with some health um, issues along the way, cardiac issues or um, just other things that they face, like we've have become a more and more passionate about things that have impacted our family. So um, we love nonprofits that support families facing medical crisis. Uh, We love supporting mentorship programs in our community for underserved um, families and and communities just without resources. Um, We love coming alongside um, individuals who are um, looking for a better home and might need help fixing it up a little bit. We, we are a little bit handy. So we love to come alongside uh, nonprofits that are helping individuals get into safe, safe homes. So I love it. And, and you all have done such a great job of using your influence as business owners, you, you, Leslie, you're an amazing social media person. Like that's part of why I was like, let when, when I was getting my business up and running, um, in the coaching world, I was like, I kept thinking about Leslie. I was like, she's so good at this social media thing. And she's done such a great job of helping to, to build a platform for, for your own business and the, in the insurance agency. But I think one of the keys that, that you've really focused on in order to both, um, attract the kind of clients that you really want to work with, mm-hmm. um, as well as just, you know, let people know what your values are as a company and, and, um, and be able to use that influence to call attention to causes that mm-hmm. really align with your values as, as a couple and as a family. So share with us a little bit about what are some of the ways that as a business, you've been able to come alongside nonprofits or causes that are close to your heart? Yeah. So first and foremost, like the biggest thing that helped us was to really make a list of the things that we're passionate about because you, you serve best when you can love at the most. And we love based off of our experiences in life. So we really wanted to find things that we genuinely loved that we could come alongside. Um, but we also wanted to find things that our staff genuinely were, were passionate about. And so um, we we like to find nonprofits that tug at our heartstrings and um, allow us to serve. And so we love the Ronald McDonald House. We um, actually serve on the board because of the way that we had started serving the Ronald McDonald House before we uh, were asked to be on the board. So um, we would have drives for them, food drives, or um, help them come up with a bunch of items that could be auctioned off for some of their events. Um, sometimes we'll do um, a, a drive at our office for toys who um, go directly towards children who are facing health crisis. And we've um, partnered with organizations like Team Blake in our community for that. So we'll have our followers come donate to team Blake and donate a toy while we're going to donate to the rescue mission. And we'll match the donations that have come into um, our agency 
for one organization and we match for another. So there's two organizations um, being supported at the same time, which always seems to generate a lot more rally um, in the community um, when they know that they're helping two organizations and not just one. So, Oh, that's a great strategy. And I don't think I've heard one like that before. And so uh, share a little bit more about that. So you, you will invite people to donate one thing and then you'll say out loud, like we're going to match yeah. If you donate to this organization, we're going to match it and give it to this organization. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yep. And so sometimes it's serving the children who are staying at the rescue mission. So if we have children who our community is donating to our agency for children who are staying in the hospital, we also want to donate and match that donation for children who don't have a home um, and who are staying at the rescue mission at that time. So we love to um, encourage others to come alongside multiple organizations um, at, at the same time. That's a really clever strategy. I, I like that because you're doing, you know, good for two at the same time. But there's mm -hmm. also, you know, there's also a lot of people who align with one of those causes. Yeah. And so you're able to capture the hearts of both of them. And if they're if they're paying attention to people paying attention to one organization, you're also able to leverage that to be able to create awareness about another organization that, that right. has some alignment there. I think that's super, super smart. Um, and so Leslie, tell, tell everybody where you're from. And um, you mentioned a couple of causes that are specific to that location. Yeah, so I am from Topeka, Kansas. I've been um, a Kansas girl most of my life, but um, Topeka is home, but we've also lived in Wisconsin, Montana, and California, so. Awesome. Yeah. And you, your business is nationwide now, right? You're able to serve people all over the nation. Yeah. We can serve anywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Anywhere. Awesome. So for you though, when you're thinking about causes that you align with, are you primarily as a family, are you primarily mostly focused in your local community or do you go or, or do you try to spread it all over the world? <laughs> yeah. So we, we balance it out a lot. Um, the Ronald McDonald house is all over. We actually, when our daughter had to have surgery, um, in Kansas City, we were fortunate enough to have family close enough to the hospital that we didn't need to stay at the Ronald McDonald House, but we would have stayed there if if we had needed to. Um, and so we like to find organizations um, that have a global impact, um, but also a local impact. And so sometimes we'll try, we don't always have the opportunity to do it, but like we said, you know, Ronald McDonald House and the Topeka Rescue Mission, um, mm -hmm. one was a global and one was local. So um, sometimes it's the team Blake, um, organization and that's, that's a local organization. And then our rescue mission is local. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, we kind of go back and forth between both types of organizations, but yeah. So I, I think that what's really cool is, you know, a lot of business owners will say, well, I can't donate a hundred thousand dollars yet. And so they, they yeah. will go, well, so I guess I can't make a difference. Right. But what you all have done that I think is super smart is, um, you're, you're, you are making a financial impact by making mm -hmm. donations in, in, um, specific ways, but you're also the, the big thing I think a lot of local businesses overlook or a lot of businesses in general overlook is the opportunity to use your influence. Um, right. so you've, you've, you know, proactively, intentionally created audience on social media to be able mm -hmm. to spread the word about what you're doing as a company and how you serve people um, and to expand your reach that way. But you also recognize that as an opportunity to do good. Right. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many different ways to impact your community. You can impact. Um, when we first started out, we just we 
we were a brand new business and we didn't have the funds for marketing. And so we really strategically looked at who we could serve and how we could continue to give back and financially support our community. And maybe not as necessarily financially support. We did financially support. So some things that we would do were volunteer and we still wanted to be able to give back. And so we would give up our time. Um, sometimes we would have a little extra revenue coming in and we would say, okay, for every new account this month, um, we're going to give $50 worth of toys to this organization, or we're going to give $50 towards this project, um, for every new account. So sometimes it's based off of what you're getting instead of what you currently have. Mm -hmm. Um, other times we would say, okay, this month we really need to focus our marketing expenses on growing our followers. And so we would say, Hey, for the next three months or over the summertime, we're going to donate one book to a local organization that will get into the hands of an underserved child. Um, so they have, you know, an ability to have some books in their own home that are age appropriate. Um, and so we would partner with a school or, um, a different organization, maybe the rescue mission again, or even just children that don't have, uh, summer programs accessible to them. And so we would donate to the school, but also give back to the community. And so we would say, Hey, we're going to meet at this park and we're going to give away 500 books and we're going to read during that time. And so kids would come sit with us and, and just read and have a great time, but they'd also be able to walk away with something that's theirs. Um, mm -hmm. so, that's but awesome. that, was our, that was our marketing money. We were using our marketing money in that way. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, um, and what's really cool here is what you're talking about is, is to incentivize the growth or behavior that you want, like follow us and we are going to do this for every follower we get, we're going to take this action right? Um, or for every new account that we get, we're going to make this kind of a donation. And yeah. so it's like using your marketing dollars in a way that, you know, cause people I think are so motivated to be able to um, to be able to feel like they're part of something bigger to make right. a difference and, right. they can, and they can get insurance any, you know, there's so many different options yeah. for insurance. So for you all to be the ones that are saying, um, this is, this is who we are and what we value. And when you work with us, you're really partnering with a community partner, not right. just with an insurance agency. And right. that's, that's a meaningful difference that right. can really, I think, I, I think so many of us can learn from that is how do we you know, one way we can set ourselves apart is by declaring what we stand for and, yeah. and being able to, to help others. And I, I think as business owners, that's, that's part of the responsibility. You know, when I had my advertising agency, one of the things I would always ask each of my clients about was like, well, okay, talk to us about, you know, what you're doing in the community, because we want to be able to, to promote that and to feature that. And some of them would say, well, we just want to do this quietly. Like yeah. we don't want to brag about it, or we don't want it to be like for the purpose of marketing. But the thing that I want to encourage all of our listeners around is that when you share a story about what you're doing to help your community or to be of service in the world at a higher level, mm -hmm. it's not just about people thinking you're great. It right. is about inspiring others to do the same. Absolutely. And yeah. And so for, you know, 
for me, that's something that is really, is really meaningful is that whatever I'm doing, um, you know, creating, creating a, a life and the quality and the, you know, and the impact is that I'm not just doing it for myself and my family is that I'm also inspiring others to do the same. And right. so right. I love how you all have stepped into your, your purpose in that way. Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about, cause, cause I, I think, you know, in all of us, when we're creating a business that, you know, some of us are, the, our first goal or our first values is to serve our family mm -hmm. well. And I want to be really clear here that that is a worthy endeavor. Like there is, there is nothing wrong with saying, I want to start a business that serves my family right. at a high, at a higher level mm -hmm. and to be able to bring, you know, to be able to create the time freedom or the life that we desire so that, Others can't, you know, so that, that our, our children can have a better life as well right. or so that, you know, so that we can create the quality of life for our family. And so I think you all have also done a really good job of um, bringing your, your kids into this mix. Yeah. And um, so talk to us a little bit about your values as far as creating a business that, that also serves your family at a higher level. Yeah. So when we first started our business, we had actually sat down and had been praying that God would multiply our income. And it looked completely different than how we thought it would. Um, but we also were praying about how he could multiply our time. And so we were really big in volunteering and mentoring um, young teens to, um, to even some young adults who didn't have um, much of a family around um, or present in their life. And most of them didn't have father figures. And so we really wanted to be a representation of what family looked like to a lot of kids. And so we always had our family with them and to see that, you know, this is what you're working for. This is, you know, you have the ability to build this yourself. You might not have it now, but you have the ability to build this for yourself. And so in doing volunteer work like that, our kids have always grown up in a house where we feel it's important to volunteer. And so our daughter said, Hey, I really have a heart for helping kids who have gone through stuff like me. And so when she had come home from the hospital, like there were so many people that had just surrounded her and encouraged her along the way from her surgeries that she had had. And so she wanted to be able to provide, um, a, a bunny. Like she, she, she bought some bunnies and she bred some bunnies and she was training them on how to be therapy pets that would just sit there and comfort um, children. And so she would donate her bunnies um, to different organizations or kids um, who were facing challenges that just needed some extra comfort. And so she kind of took that on, on her own and we're like, okay, we're going to rally behind you and do what we need to do to support you. Um, we have an eight-year-old who, uh, proudly every year claims his name on the gym wall at school because he loves to fundraise for the American Heart Association. Um, and all of this is really just because of a, a generational thing that has been passed down. You know, both of our families were really big on um, being volunteers and, and being what you see the world still needs. And mm -hmm. so we wanted to, we wanted to give love and kindness and, and care um, and I think that, I think a big part, you know, you, you mentioned like um, when we're giving back and pouring into our community, like not ever letting everybody know genuinely how much you are doing in your community. Um, that it, that is a huge aspect to it, but it's also like, 
growing up in poverty, like I want my kids to understand, you know, what it's like to have and not have things. Mm -hmm. But I also want to be able to um, teach them how to stand in the gap when it's needed and really pour in, in a way that a lot of our kids just don't see anymore. A lot of, a lot of the kids growing up, um, haven't ever experienced what it's like to go to school on Friday and have lunch and then not have anything until Monday Mm. next week. Um, and we've volunteered in communities like that where we have kids not have had any food until Monday night when we were serving them dinner. So, um, it's just been always been important for us to shine a light on that in our community. And then also, um, for our kids, um, just to instill values, um, in serving others. So that's really what what it's been for our kids. I love it. I love it. You know, so many women that I talk to that are wanting to grow their business. Um, when I ask them like, what, you know, what's, what's driving you, what's the, Mm -hmm why behind what you're doing. Um, so many of them want to be able to make a difference and to be able to be generous and, um, and make an impact in some way. And I love the things that you've shared today that are about, it's not always about being able to write big checks, right? But it's, it's being willing to be the one who will stand in the gap for others. I love how you Mm -hmm. phrase that. And that that's something that you're you're teaching your children and that you're modeling as business owners, but you're also modeling it as parents. First of all, you model that in your home and then you model it to others that are in the community um, and inspire others to do the same. And that's such a legacy that you all are creating. I think that's, that's, um, that's such a beautiful thing to be able to pass on to your children. And so many people I think focus so much on the, you know, wanting to create generational wealth, but you all are creating a whole nother level of generational wealth in yeah. what you, what you are teaching your children and what you are teaching the people around you in your community by modeling this as business owners who make an impact. And so I just want to applaud mm-hmm. you for that because Thank I mean, you. I know that you, I know that you post about it and stuff like that, but, um, but that's, it's an exceptional thing that you all are doing and, and being that example to others. And it inspires me. Like I want to be better because I watch what you all are doing. So I want to say thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that, that I think, um, you know, we don't always, we don't always see, um, out tangibly also is, Mm -hmm. is the, when we are building our business, um, you know, building it to create, um, a life for a life that reflects your values as well. Um, so, so one of the things that, um, you know, you and I were talking about this earlier. And one of the things that we talked about is like one of the reasons that we want to go into business for ourselves, because you and Derek were in the hot, I mean, you were in healthcare for years. And so you, you saw the insurance industry as an opportunity, um, to, to not only, you know, be able to serve others well in a different way, because that's, that's who you are, that's your heart, but also to create the family life that you want to have the, the time freedom. Cause I know when you're working in hospitals or you're, you're working long hours, you don't get to pick your kids up from school. No, like somebody else is standing in that gap for you. Right. Yeah. And so talk to us about your, your values that led you to want to create a business in the first place. Yeah. So we really wanted number one to just 
to do those things, to be there for our kids, to show up for games um, when when they had games and to be able to be the parent who um, stands in the gap for other parents who just can't be there for the class parties. Um, because it's so important to have other adults other than just your teachers in your life showing up for you. Um, and we saw that so much when we were mentoring um, in, in high schools and middle schools. So um, we wanted to be able to do that for our kids and then the children around them in, in their schools. And then um, really to, to be able to say, hey, we're going to take the day off and volunteer. Um, it, it's funny. My, my daughter asked me last week, she's like, hey, I haven't volunteered this month. Like, when are we going to volunteer? And I'm like, we got to set something up. So um, I think just the ability to have the time in your day to say, Hey, I can volunteer today. Um, let's, let's hop in the car and go down to the mission or let's hop in the car and go make a meal at the Ronald McDonald house. Um, just to be able to do that with our kids has been huge. Huge. I love that so much. Yeah. I love that so much. Cause I, I think, um, you know, and I've, I've had, I've, I've thought this way too, is that, um, like that volunteering has to be some huge event that you plan for, for months or something like that, but you're yeah. describing it as something that can be part of your weekly, monthly, you know, like it's just part of the conversation in your house. And I, yeah. I think that's, that's so, so good. Like the, the, the way that your children are now like, well, Hey, when, when are we going to do that? Like that, what it, isn't it time? It's like past time now, isn't it? Yeah. That we should be doing something like that. So I think, yeah. I think that's so great. Many- like every community has little things that you can do with your family. I mean, there's food boxes around communities. We call them blessing boxes here in our city. Uh-huh. Um, there's book boxes that you can drop off books um, just anywhere. And um, one thing that our teenager loves to do is just write notes, like a little post-it notes and she puts mm-hmm. them in the book. So just words of encouragement to whatever age that the book, the book is uh, reading level. Um, she'll just write notes and just say, you're not alone or you are loved or just, just things like that. And it's just an extra thing that she loves to do. That is her personality because she's a words of affirmation person. And it's just teaching her to use her own skill set and just build other people up. So, Oh, I love it. I love it. So um, part of building a values-based business too is um, about being, you know, I think one of the, the temptations or the, the, the defaults as entrepreneurs that, that we will often have is to pour everything into our business and to have this feeling like we're never doing enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can relate to that, but it's so easy to work long, long hours and to, um, and so I was, I was reading something earlier today that, that reminded me of this concept um, and it was a book, uh, I w- I've been reading a book called Two Weeks Notice by Amy Porterfield. I'll hold that book up for those watching on the YouTube channel today. Uh, Two Weeks Notice by Amy Porterfield. And one of the things that, that she was talking about is the concept of setting non-negotiables. And mm-hmm. I love this concept because it's really about creating a business that aligns with your values. Yeah. And so some of those non-negotiables that she describes are things like picking your kids up from school. Like if that's something that's really important to you to create a business that allows you to do the things that are really important to you. Yeah. Um, Or to say, you know, my relationship with my partner is, you know, number one. And so how you 
you know, how you live that out is, has everything to do with how you decide to do your business as well. And yeah. so making sure that as part of what you're creating in the, the life of your dreams, um, mm -hmm. because you're, you're, the life of your dreams can turn into a nightmare really fast. If you're pouring yeah. everything into your business and not focusing enough on what you really want your life to look like and creating some boundaries there. Yeah. which is really hard. And, and you know this too, it's really hard to set those kind of boundaries when you yeah. are actively building something and it feels like it's a struggle and that, you know, like it feels like we can never do enough. And so we're answering email all hours of the day and night. Right. And so I was, this was a good reminder for me in reading that book um, this morning was, you know, what are the non-negotiables that as a business owner, what is it that we are going to create? Because when we have the ability to control um, our time, Mm -hmm. then what is it that we put in place that allows us to live a life of our values and not just say that we want to create a business that creates something like that off, far off into the future. So some other non-negotiables, um, you know, like date night, like prioritizing something with your spouse yep. or being, or just saying, I'm going to be present with them. So if we have, you know, 30 minutes or an hour together at the end of the day that we are not on our phones, that, mm -hmm. We have FaceTime face to face before we ever pick up our screens, um, FaceTime before screen time. Right. Um, and then also things like um, having just planning a couple of hours for self-care in a week so that if you are someone who your tendency is to go hard and to to be constantly checking your email or constantly trying to figure out your next thing in your business, that you are setting aside a little bit of time for self-care, um, yeah. or that you, you know, that you, maybe your morning routine is your non-negotiable is that I always have a quiet time first thing in the morning, mm -hmm. or I always, you know, what are, you know, 30 minutes outdoors exercise, you know, every single day, get away from your desk, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, and so, cause it, we create businesses thinking that that's what life is going to look like, but I think really quickly, especially when we're in that startup phase or when we're in a scale phase or, it feels like it's do or die during that time. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to remember to prioritize those things. Yeah. But keeping in mind, what is it that we're working towards? Um, and, you know, when I was, when I was first getting my business started um, in real estate investing, one of the things that I did was I mapped out what do I, what is an ideal day? look like? What does an ideal week look like as future successful me? Mm -hmm. And I wrote down things like, you know, quiet, like I would spend this amount of time in my quiet time. I would spend this amount of time, um, you know, reading or writing or journaling or, you know, doing, you know, walking or self-care and different things like that. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I recognized was that if I don't start doing those things now at this, at this point in my life, Mm -hmm. that I, I, don't, I may not get to be her in the future. Right. Right. And so if we don't live uh, based on our values and create those non-negotiables and do the things now that we say we will do when we're future successful, me, mm -hmm. we may never get to be her. And so, you know, whether it's living your values for yourself in your home with your children or, you know, as, as a business and, and like starting to reach out in the community, if you're not doing, if we're not faithful with small things, um, we don't get to be trusted with large, with larger things. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a great conversation, Leslie. I'm so, I'm so grateful for our relationship over the years and for, for us to be able to work together to serve, um, other women and, um, and entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and, um, love how you inspire the people in your community, but, but also all of us to be better and mm -hmm. doing those things. Yeah. So
So I want to issue a challenge to our listeners today. Um, so here's my challenge. Um, identify your top three personal values from your own life experiences and passion and do some brainstorming on how you can live those values through your business. Um, what are the, what are the non-negotiables that you need to put in place? What are the, what are the things that you want to be able to do to give back in your community? So think about how can you share your values with your audience and with those that you serve? How can you inspire others to do the same? Think about what is the impact that you want to have in your family? How are you living your values in your family through your business and the opportunities that you can create for them? And what's that impact that you want to make in the world? Just like what Leslie's been describing today. Um, how do you want to impact your community? What's, what are the organizations or what is the cause that you can support by creating awareness of that, uh, that organization and how others can get involved? Um, Leslie, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? Oh, you can email me at uh, leslie.hodum at goosehead.com. Or you can give us a call at 785-260-2126. I'd be happy awesome. to be with you. Awesome. And I just want to remind you all, if you're part of the Bold Women in Business Sisterhood Facebook group, um, Leslie is my right-hand gal. So whenever I do workshops, um, I invite you to book a call with Leslie to be able to see if um, one of our programs would be a good fit for you. So she's the one that will, will talk to you about what are your goals? What are the challenges that you're facing? Um, and help you think through some strategies, like what are some things that you can do to overcome those challenges and then see if, if one of our coaching programs is a good fit for you. So if you want to gain more clarity in your life and in your business, I want to invite you to join me for a free workshop for women entrepreneurs on how to build your personal clarity, confidence, and connections so that you can increase your income, live your best life, and inspire others to do the same, just like we've been talking about today. So you can register for one of our workshops for free at andreaingstrom.com. And if something on the show today resonated with you, would you just let me know by giving us a review on the podcast? Um, and if you are a woman entrepreneur, you can join my Facebook group, Bold Women in Business Sisterhood, where we share strategies for clarity, confidence, and making powerful connections so that you can build the business and the life that you deserve. So till next time, I'm Andrea Ingstrom, and I'm here with Leslie Hodum today, and we are encouraging you to take action on your dreams. You are the one who makes your dreams come true. So show up to your life with power and authenticity. Be bold, be tenacious, and make it happen. Thanks for being here, Leslie. Thank you for having me. All right.